0: Let me know if this sounds like you. You're a teacher who's at their wits end, burned out, or maybe you're just stressed to the max. You want to get on the road to burnout recovery, but you don't know what to do, how to get there, or if it's even possible. I hear you and I want to help, but we didn't get into burnout on the same path. So why should recovery be any different? That's why I wanted to share with you a brand new free resource that I have on my website. It's called the personalized roadmap to teacher burnout recovery. In this quick, less than five minute quiz, you'll answer questions that will help identify your needs, your strengths, and your weaknesses. Once you've completed it, you will have access to the personalized roadmap to burnout recovery. That's going to give you your next best steps to take on your recovery journey, packed with resources and support along the way. Head over to teachingmindbodyandsoul.com slash quiz or head over to the link in the show notes. I cannot wait to see your action steps along the way. Enjoy today's episode. Welcome back to episode 17 of the Resilient Teacher Podcast. Have you ever got home from a rough day at work? You're hungry and your kids or your significant other or Maybe you wonder what's for dinner and for some reason you just can't decide. If you're anything like me, you probably sigh a big huff and you tell your partner, I have no idea. You'd be interested to know that there is an explanation for that. The term for mental overload that we might be experiencing is called decision fatigue. And after a day of working, that's not the only time that we experience it as educators. We can experience it during our planning times as well. And if you're an educator who's struggling to get things done during your planning time so you can stay consistent with your boundary to leave at contracted hours, then you'll want to stick around for this interview with Stephanie Polovchik, where we talk about decision fatigue and the three simple steps to managing and maximizing your limited planning time. So let's go. Hey there, and welcome to the Resilient Teacher Podcast, the podcast giving overwhelmed and burned out teachers inspiration, sustainable strategies, and reigniting passion for teaching. I'm Brittany, a special education teacher and teacher resilience and retention strategist, and I am on a mission to inspire educators to prioritize their mental health and individualize their self-care routines so that they can live a balanced, fulfilling life as an educator while making a bigger impact in their classrooms and communities. Before we get into this episode, I wanted to give a teacher community reviewer of the week shout out to Speducator2022, who left a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and said, the Resilient Teacher Podcast provides relatable examples in her episodes. I love the tips for finishing the stress cycle. Exercise is my go-to when I'm stressed about SPED deadlines, and I didn't realize until this podcast how it completes stress cycles. Thank you, thank you to my fellow educator. I love that so many educators are finding this podcast informative and helpful because let's be real, that's why I do this. I want to make an impact on burned out educators and help bring that support you need to make your career sustainable for you. Your reviews help me know what content you're loving and bring more of that to you. Not only that, but when you leave a review, it helps other educators who need the support, these tips, these mindset shifts to find this podcast and it means the world to me. So if you're listening along and you like what you're listening to, please drop a review, screenshot the episode you're listening to and tag me. Like I love. love. Love to see what you are listening to and what you're liking. Plus, I want to chat more with who is listening about burnout, support, all that good stuff. Because I truly am on a mission to bring a difference to the mental health of educators. In today's episode, we are chatting with Stephanie Polovchik, who you might know as at Teaching Little Leaders on Instagram. Stephanie is a productivity expert for elementary teachers and the founder of Teaching Little Leaders. She's also a kindergarten teacher and the host of the Teacher Time podcast. Stephanie helps lower elementary teachers get planned and prepped during their school day with simple time management strategies and easy to use templates. As a toddler mama, full-time kindergarten teacher and resource creator, she knows that busy teachers like you need solid systems so they can feel less overwhelmed and more present in their day-to-day lives. Stephanie helps teachers lean into their unique abilities to engage students so that they can spend less time prepping activities and more time doing the best part of their job teaching students. Hey, Stephanie. I'm so excited to have you here on the podcast. I actually found Stephanie on Instagram and her time management tips were just so empowering. I think the one post that really got me was when you posted teacher stress has a direct correlation to student and academic and behavioral outcomes. And I was just like, this girl gets it. So can you share like a little bit about your background? What do you teach? How did you get into helping teachers with time management? Hey,
1: Brittany. Yeah. Thank you so much, first of all, for having me. Um, I'm so excited. We've connected a little bit over on Instagram. um, And so I'm just excited to be chatting with you here because I know that we have very similar missions and values um, and how we help teachers. So yeah, my name is Stephanie. Um, I am a full-time kindergarten teacher. I'm a mom. I also have a podcast, the Teacher Time Podcast, and I am the owner of Teaching Little Leaders, where I help elementary teachers go from overwhelmed by their never-ending to-do list, rushed during their planning time, and struggling to maintain a healthy work-life balance, to feeling capable of leaving school on Friday afternoons with their next week planned, prepped, and ready to go. So that's like my whole goal. I always say it wasn't always like that. And long story short, in my first second year, I'm sorry, in my second year of teaching, by the end of my second year of teaching, I found myself Googling what else can teachers do because I felt so frustrated by the fact that I couldn't enjoy the teaching part of my job because I was so bogged down by all of the other things that we had to do. I felt like I – was passionate about working with kids. I knew I had a knack for connecting with them, but I wasn't getting to enjoy that part of my job because I was so overwhelmed and stressed by everything else that we had to do. And ultimately, obviously, I didn't end up leaving the classroom. So basically, instead, I really just set out to figure out systems that would help me be able to, like I said, plan, prep, and organize week after week So that I could focus on the kids, the best part of our job, so that I could be present with them and teach them more effectively and decrease my own stress. So now that's what teach other teachers
0: have to do. Yeah. So I, I can relate to that because a lot of what I experienced was me searching for like, how do I deal with burnout? How do I deal with all of these things? And then I find you talking about time hacks and I'm like, oh, that's another good piece of this. And a lot of the teachers that I work with, they struggle with finding enough time to get things done. I mean, like that is across the board what a lot of teachers struggle with. But specifically, the ones that I work with, share with me, they don't have enough time for self-care and their prep time is limited. And I know you're going to talk about the three simple steps to managing limited prep time, which is so needed. And In a previous episode, I talked about this psychological term called proactive coping that really allows you to proactively like squash stressors and it really just mitigates that decision fatigue. Can you share a little bit about what decision fatigue is and why so many teachers experience it? Yes, I love that you brought it up because this is really, um, really
1: important for a really important part for being able to manage your prep time is just being aware of this decision fatigue and you know what you know that feeling like you sit down at your prep time and you're like oh my gosh I could just take a nap right here yes. I have no energy I don't know what I should be working on right now um and you're just kind of feeling really powerless against your planning time uh, you're feeling powerless against your to do list uh, and just kind of not sure how to combat that that is likely you experiencing decision fatigue. And decision fatigue refers to the mental state that happens after making many decisions, particularly in-the-moment decisions, which is what we do with our kids all day long. We're constantly making in-the-moment decisions with them because even if you have your lesson plans done, you're still needing to respond to your students' needs academically, socially, emotionally in the moment. Um, and so it's really, it's a state of mental overload that it actually affects your ability to make further decisions and it can cause things like anxiety, overwhelm, and stress. So that is what I would say is actually a big cause to what makes it hard to get anything done during your, your prep time, um. I always hear from teachers, you know, that they feel so limited on prep time and that they don't have enough time to get things done, and that is the reason why they are constantly bringing work home or, you know, working on the weekends, and it's not what they want to be doing. And while I do agree that teachers are limited on prep time and some are way more limited than they should be, I also feel very strongly that a Big part of being able to get anything done during
0: your prep time has to do with decision fatigue and also how you combat that. Yeah. So, like, decision fatigue, when I'm thinking about it too, has to do with like, we get tired of making these decisions all day when we're dealing with behaviors. We're dealing with Mm -hmm. what do I need to teach next? And they're taking this assessment. And then we get to our prep time and we're like, what do I do? Yeah. So I can, I can totally, yeah, I totally get what that is. And I think that is a huge piece of why that prep time feels so limited. Uh, But I also know, you know, teachers are dealing with them having to, you know, cover for other people during their prep time and that sort of thing. And I really think it's important for us to kind of focus on the mental health aspect so that we're setting those boundaries and being able to, you know, push back a little with that so that we are to have our prep time. So how can teachers get more clear about their must-dos and their may-dos that kind of help them set those boundaries? Yeah. So this is
1: really important. I want to add too that prioritizing and creating more streamlined approach to your tasks is really key to combating that decision fatigue and to managing that prep time that you do have. And so A lot of times when we look at a to-do list, I don't know if you've experienced this before. I know I used to do this all the time. I would write down everything that I had to get done. And it was one long to-do list. And I would look at that to-do list and I would think, gosh, I am so confused. I have no idea where to start. Um, I have like this vivid memory of uh, my first classroom that I had. There was this round table that I used to sit at during my prep time. And I would just like put my head in my hands, like, on the verge of tears because it was like I just don't even know where to begin right now and once I realized that there that I didn't have to um you know work like that it was when I began to prioritize and I began to separate my tasks into what is urgent and important and like actually important, like what really must get done and is going to help me move the needle forward in being able to leave work at work over the weekends. And when I was able to distinguish that between, you know, what must get done and what could get done that really helped make a huge difference. So you mentioned two of the very important ways that teachers can manage their prep time better and that is having um knowing what you must do and knowing what you may do. And so you really have to decide what our must-dos and our may-dos are going to be before we are in that moment of experiencing decision fatigue because it, I mean it's almost unavoidable. You're going to feel like a lack of energy. You're gonna feel less energy during your prep time, likely after you've been teaching all day. Um, and so we need to make sure that we are making that decision ahead of time. Um, and so that means sitting down and deciding maybe the afternoon before, maybe in the morning, whenever you feel like your energy is like on point for that. Um and deciding, okay, what are some things that I must get done during my next prep time? So that I can feel like I'm getting more prepared for the weekend. Does that make sense?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Definitely it makes sense.
1: Yeah. And then from there, um, from there, you can then identify, okay, if I complete these tasks, tasks, what are some may do tasks that I may complete? And I always tell my teachers that I work with. These lists are not long lists. This is you taking your essential tasks and breaking them down into your top two to three important and urgent things that need
0: to get done that day. Yeah. So like when I'm thinking about this, when I first started teaching, I would make this Long list. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you said that too. I mean, like it was a ridiculously long list of everything that I needed to get done. It was like boom, 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 boom. Really didn't have to get all of those things done, but mm-hmm. I, I never considered I'm only going to have time to get three of them done. And I would get to my prep time. I would think, mm-hmm. okay, which one of these things do I have to do? But we have to do that before. And that's that proactive coping type thing that I was talking about mm-hmm. is we have to kind of proactively look at what we're actually going to have time for, what are we going to be able to do and then prioritize that. So I really love that you mentioned, you know, you have to figure out these must do's and these may do's. And I think routine is like a really big way that we as educators can kind of find work life balance too. And, and I talk about that, but can we create a solid routine is how is it the key to productivity.
1: Yeah. So well, just like circling back to what you mentioned about um, you know, if you're working from this long to-do list, right? And you're making this long list for what you're gonna do during your prep time not even realizing like, hey, I don't even actually have time to get all of this stuff done. When you get to the end of the school day, you're likely going to leave feeling defeated more so than if you had given yourself a realistic, focused list to work from, things that are actually going to move that needle forward. So it's so important to be doing that every day. But the way that we can really streamline that is by having a routine that we follow for our planning time. And so routines are proven to decrease in the moment decisions, so in fact decrease that decision fatigue and they allow you to prioritize what matters before you're in that state. Your time is limited. Like I said, your time is limited so you do need to make the most of it. So a prep time routine, this is something that I teach teachers how to create is it's a regular set of procedures followed during your prep time so that you can complete your most important tasks by the end of the week within a schedule
0: that you love. Yeah, I and I love that you mentioned like you want to create something that is unique for you, like what works for you, because I talk a lot about how we have to individualize our self-care. We have to individualize our personal work-life balance because what is good for me may not be good for you. And so that's, I think that's really important. So can you share a little bit about like what a prep time routine kind of looks like? Yeah, absolutely. So I think you talk about
1: this too a little bit, but it's really about becoming clear about a few things. You have to become clear about your schedule. Like, so like your hours that you are working, what your ideal schedule is for you. um, And then from there, you also need to be clear about your tasks and not just like all the things that you might do on a brain dump list, but what are your daily tasks? What are your weekly tasks? And then taking a look at that those lists and analyzing them to figure out, can I eliminate any of these? Can I delegate some of these? Once you can really get clear on those things, your your hours, your schedule, your um your tasks. You can then take those things and put them into a routine that is based on your time and your energy levels, right? Like so for me, if I'm creating a prep time routine for myself, I am being very aware of the fact that I have higher energy earlier in the day and earlier in the week. So my routine on Fridays is way simpler. The tasks that I'm working on getting done on a Friday are way simpler than the tasks that I'm working on getting done on a Monday.
0: Yeah. I, lo- I love that. We are vibing right now because <laughs> I do talk a lot about those things, but I've actually never thought of how you're routine may be different on Monday than on Friday. So I really love that you brought that up. And I know you have this ultimate teacher to-do list for getting things done. Can you tell us about that and what that looks like?
1: Yes. So I have this ultimate teacher to-do list. Basically, I took like what I'm talking about here and I put it onto a to-do list for you so that You can print out a couple of copies, have it ready to go, and start practicing implementing those must-do and may-do lists and um, a routine for yourself, kind of starting to figure out like, what could my routine look like? Um, And so basically, it's just broken down by day. And each day has a spot for you to put your top three tasks. I've limited you to picking your top three tasks. And then there's a space where it says like extra, and that's your your may-dos, right? So those are some things that if you get those top three done... Top three tasks done, you can then move on to those extra may do tasks. Um, But it's really just designed to help you feel more productive and to help you narrow your focus so that you you can get more done and ultimately live a day to day schedule that you are happy with and have more energy as a teacher to enjoy teaching your kids, which is the best part of
0: our job. Yes. And so I'm going to put that in the show notes. I'm going to link that down in the show notes and I'm going to download that because I may need help with just picking those three things. Yeah. So can you share with the listeners where they can find you if you offer anything? Yeah,
1: absolutely. So, um, you can follow me on Instagram. I'm at Teaching Little Leaders. I'm also on TikTok, but Brittany, I've got to get on TikTok and follow you because um I am like new to TikTok. So but I'm at Teaching Little Leaders on all <laughs> on all social channels. I also have a podcast called the Teacher Time Podcast, and you can find that um on any of the major um uh, podcasts programs. um, And uh, my website is www.teachinglittleleaders.com. So you can learn more about me and my programs. And I'm just looking forward to connecting with you guys.
0: Yes. Thank you so much, Stephanie, for hopping on the podcast and sharing with us these three simple steps to managing our limited prep time, because that is so needed right now. You are so welcome. Thank you for having me so as you can see there are some really simple steps that we can start utilizing to get the most out of our limited prep times and decision fatigue can really impact our ability to get that stuff done as stephanie shared with us we want to become aware of our personal decision fatigue. We want to get super clear on our must-dos and our may-dos to help set those boundaries. And having a special, unique prep time routine is really the key to maximizing our prep time productivity. If you want to grab Stephanie's ultimate teacher to-do list for getting stuff done, head over to the show notes and grab the link there. Until next time, remember, you are a resilient teacher. We're in this together. You've got this. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. To keep this conversation going, connect with me on Instagram at Teaching Mind Body and Soul or TikTok at Miss Princess Teach. I am always looking for an excuse to remind you that you are a resilient teacher. If you're looking for more support in creating a sustainable, individualized self care plan to beat burnout, squash stress, and build educator resilience, check out my online membership and course, The Individualized Educare Program, at TeachingMindBodyandSoul.com/slash/individualized-educare-program. I'll see you next time.